I'm going to read a verse that he also penned from his letters, but we're going to just delve into the scripture here. I was thinking and really praying about Christmas services. Uh, Pastor Tim did the last two. And uh, how it came to me this time was a Christmas gift for God. How about a Christmas gift for God? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Well, we know that John 3.16 says, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And Jesus, these are coming came out of the lips of Jesus. For God didn't send his son into the world to condemn it, but to save that which was lost. With a lot of the things going on, and the, there's a lot of parallels in the times we live. What we see in especially in the government and the division between liberals and conservatives or Democrats and Republicans and all this insanity that we're, that we have had first, you know, we're able to look on and see it. But it's a parallel and mirrors what's going on in the church and what the devil's trying to do with the body of Christ. But you and I have a message And it's God so loves the world that he sent his only son. One thing that Billy Graham, a lot of lot of different people and denominations and leaders uh, wanted him to be more outspoken about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and different things. More Pentecostals wanted him to be more Pentecostal. But he stayed a course that God set before him and it was to evangelize the world. Get people saved. Trust the results to God. Amen. Amen. Every one of us were a mess before we received the message. And the message, amen. Now our lives is a message to those who know us. I still run into people from the sprinkler industry on occasion. And they remember Ray Shannon in the apprenticeship or in the yeah, before Christ. And then they'll try to, you know, start a conversation about the way we lived back in 1975, <laughs> 73. And it's like, I'm not that man. Yeah, Ray Shannon died. And there's a new Ray Shannon that has, that has been transformed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. But you and I, we're not only, we not only carry the message, I want to say it this way, we are the message. And that's a miracle. But you and I, we not only carry the message of God's love, we are the manifested reality of God's love. That's his, the Father's goal in our life. That as he is, so are we in the world. As Christ was and is, that you and I are. Now, interestingly, Mike was talking about a mirror. But we need to look into the mirror of the word and not the mirror of our circumstances. Not the mirror of how we view ourselves. How does God view us? Amen. And 1 John 3, 8, 
It's a little unusual, but it, it, it's beautiful scripture. And we're going to get to John 17 real quick. John 3, 8 says, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Father had a plan and Jesus had a plan. The spirit of God had a plan on how to get you and I out of prison. First John 3, 8. He who sins, first John. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. And for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. How about that, you and I carrying this in our heart? How about you and I carrying this message in our heart as well? And letting it, A, guide us. Let it transform us. Let it convict us. The Holy Spirit convicts about sin, right? Amen? And righteousness? We should carry this message and always be aware of it, not in a condescending way, but through these eyes. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. So if we have repetitive sin patterns in our life, we need those chains broken off of us. Amen? Amen. Why? Because God wants humanity, your family, say you, my family, and my coworkers, my neighbors, to see Christ in me. See, that's the Father's plan. It's a brilliant strategy. I'm going to pull you out of your religious practices and put a new heart in you and then turn you loose. <laughs> I'm going to cause you to be born of an incorruptible seed, the living, abiding word of God. And then the love of God and the life of God is going to start to come out of you through your words and your, all your actions from glory to glory. So that's pretty good news, don't you think? But let's look at John 17. Father, we want to give you and Jesus a gift this Christmas. And that gift is a gift of consecration, reconsecrating our lives. Reappraising where we are and where we're not. And surrendering all to you. That that picture of that jail cell, Lord, and that mat of risk, that we would all be willing to be risk takers to get into the arena of Jesus and his kingdom and all you have prepared for us. So if we look at John 17, starting with verse 1, Jesus spoke these words. He lifted up his eyes to heaven. Which words? John 14, 15, 16. And he said this, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may also glorify you. As you have given him, your son, authority over all flesh that he might give eternal life to as many as you have given him. 
Hallelujah. Merry Christmas, planet Earth. And this is eternal life, that they may know you. The only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. Wouldn't it be nice for you and I to be able to say that to the Father? I've glorified you on the earth. I've finished the work with which you have given me to do. <laughs> That's how I want to leave the planet. That's how I want to leave the planet. Being able to have this testimony. Amen. How about you? And now, O oh, Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. In 2020, this is going to be something that's going to be so outstanding as the world's getting darker. You and I must keep the word. We must keep the word preeminent in our life and in our experience. Amen. Verse seven. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me. And they have received them. And have known surely that I came forth from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours. And yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. I am glorified in the ones you've given me. 2020. God's going to raise the bar. Of our, of, our, of our conscious awareness of being a Christian. We're not religious here. We don't want to be religious in our experience. Or, or Sadducees or Pharisees. We want to be the real deal. People can communicate with us. But the, every engagement you and I come into. With whosoever. That the love of God is going to be so present. And I, I can't help thinking about this past year for the past five, six months that the Lord has had that theme, love, the greatest of all. And he wants that to be so apparent in our life and in our thinking, so present. Verse 11. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those, those whom you gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. 
I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. One good test in life at different times that you and I will experience is people rejecting Christ in us, rejecting your Christianity, rejecting your testimony. The power of the world can be an intimidating force if we don't know who we are in our assignment. Amen? But when you know your assignment, I'll tell you this. In any movie I've heard or testimonies I've heard of special operations people, they fear nothing. What they fear, the only thing they fear is somebody not having their back. Because the code is, you have each other's back. Your back is never unprotected. They fear no one and nothing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And they're trained to live such a life. And you and I are, going, are being trained to live such a life. To fear nothing. To fear no one except the Lord God Almighty. Come on. Amen. And to love one another. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. To destroy the works of the evil one. Why? So that you and I can reflect the heaven, what's in heaven. To bring heaven to earth. Glory to God. She. What verse am I at? 14. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them. Set your people apart by your truth. Your word, Father, is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Listen, this is an assignment coming from heaven right now to everyone in this place. You are sent into the world to be his light and to be his uh, and demonstrate his life. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. (laughs) Glory to God. Say it's harvest time. It's time for the Lord to be glorified through our lives, saints. Let's give him a gift. Amen. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. I and them and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me for you love me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you. 
that I've known you. And these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. <laughs> you know, the father's strategy to win the world is amazing. T.L. Osborne, who was an apostle of God, he and his wife Daisy traveled the nations, won millions to Christ. But he wrote a book, one of his most popular books was Soul Winning One-on-One. And he said the greatest soul winning encounters will be one-on-one. You sharing your faith with someone that needs Jesus. Praise God for the evangelistic crusades. But God has an evangelistic crusade and every one of you are to evangelize. Not all of us are evangelists in the office, but we're all called to evangelize. Every fivefold office represents an aspect of the kingdom and of the Lord himself. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers? Of course not. But can the whole body have apostolic grace? Absolutely. Can the whole body have prophetic capability? Absolutely. Can the whole body of Christ evangelize? Absolutely. Can the whole body of Christ have that, nur- not that nurturing heart for someone? Pastoral type of heartbeat? Absolutely. Why? Because Christ is in you. Do we all have a capability of teaching? Yeah. Not the office, but helping somebody grow in Christ. Telling somebody the truth opposed to a lie they believe. 2020, fear is going to be knocking on the door. I tell you what, last week I felt the fear of the Lord in that wonderful, I mean, it was wonderful, but fearful, literally. So we're, we're seeing these pieces of a puzzle to prepare us for 20 to 20, 20 to 20. I'll leave you with one with this today, but Second Chronicles 20, 20. Say 2020 vision. It says this, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you'll prosper. Stand up, mighty family and the army of God, if you would. We get ready to release you into... A lost and dying world. (laughs) Lord, thank you for every prophetic word. Everything that's born of your spirit this morning that has taken place and transpired. Thank you for the joyful songs that are absolutely (laughs) awesome. So we celebrate the birth of Jesus. 
Lord, we can seize the moment and share that love, your love, Father, with others. Because truly Christ is in us now and we're in him and you're in him, so we're in you. (laughs) Holy Spirit, that you make this all happen. So for this Christmas, we purpose to give you a gift. If you're in agreement, I, I can't force you to do it, but we give you our life. We give you our hearts afresh. We give you our future, our, our now, our destiny. We give you our past. But thank you for a brand new chapter in the journey with Christ. (laughs) Thank you for success, for destiny, for clarity, as we live in you and walk in you. Because it's in you we live and move and have our being. Lord, that prayer of Jesus, Father, was that we would be one as you and him are one. What a miracle. Let it happen here. That we would esteem one another in love. That will carry the message of the cross and the message of Christ. That will truly demonstrate your love and minister And complete, Father, your work that you've assigned to each one of us. Help us take our eyes off ourselves and put our eyes fully on you. In the holy name of Jesus. Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Let's give him praise, shall we? Yeah.